Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we're, we're talking a little bit of news, which is a nice uh, change for us, but we're also going to be talking about Universal's epic universe and its indefinite delay in Orlando and what that means for, uh, or what we think it could mean for some of the attractions and features that were coming to that theme park. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, how have you been? <laughs> that was a weird long pause. Well, I realized I, I was just checking, like, I was trying to subtly check whether my microphone was picking up the right um, output. Ah. Doing that, I accidentally muted myself just as I went, so Dan. <laughs> Smooth, smooth. Yeah, um, yeah I am fine. <laughs> How are fine. you? That's fine. Have you got fine. To that, have you got to that episode of South Park yet? Uh, no, not yet. Where the um, I think they it's it's all to do with reuniting Terence and Philip, and there's these guys. Oh no, I have seen that one. Reuniting Ter- Terence and Philip. Yeah, there's these guys in suits that just keep going. Fine, just fine, fine, <laughs> just fine. I don't. I don't remember that bit. But I have seen that episode where they where they reunite Terence and Philip because one of them has gone fat, hasn't it? That's right. Yeah, it's that episode with yeah. I think, I think like Greenpeace or something in it. Something like. Uh, yeah, possibly. Might not be or like the World something organization. It um yeah it's it been I I think that's like quite early on like maybe season four or five yeah, maybe. It is. Uh yeah, I'm just starting season nine now. Oh nice. Uh, I mean not right now, but you know. Watching it in the uh, background. Yeah, yeah, she's got it always going. Just carry a little portable telly with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, considering this is a news piece, and we used to give a bit, bit, bit of a life update on these. Uh, in these we episodes. did, we did. I was up at six this morning watching Digimon. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, presumably with Piper, not yeah. just because you were just like excited about Digimon. Yeah, it wasn't like it's Christmas, and I got up at six for the fun of it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I've caught up. Well, I'm three episodes into season two of Umbrella Academy. Nice. I watched the first two episodes last night. They're great, aren't they? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's still yeah. really good. Like, so anyone who hasn't watched The Umbrella Academy, it's on Netflix, and it's absolutely critical. Mm. It's just a shame you have to wait so long between seasons. Oh, it's just a shame with everything, isn't it, really? I think that that's, the, that's almost the problem with the Netflix model, is that you can watch, like, if I didn't have Piper, I probably would have already finished season two. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people on Twitter that have already like finished it after yeah. like a day. Because it's ten episodes. Yeah, 
but like because they don't stretch it over 10 weeks it feels like you have to wait even longer for this like a, th- a third season if there's going to be one yeah very true because like normally it would be like two and a half months you'd be watching it if it was like a week each yeah so and then, then you've got you know yeah you've only got like nine months nine ten months before the next yeah. series and if it's like a 20 episode series oh yeah yeah then then it's even less time like 20 like 24 that goes on for like six months of the year. Yeah, yeah that was crazy when that was on. And by the, the thing is, because I never watched it in weekly order. Because I, I, I didn't either. The week 23, 24. You're like, I don't even remember what happened like 10 episodes ago. No, no. Like, I'd, like I've never watched them weekly. I've watched... I, um, I always watched I think, them on box set. Yeah, yeah. I think we had the box set of it. And yeah, it, it changes so much that by the time you're you know, even halfway through, it's completely changed from what was happening at the beginning. Yeah. And you're just like, did that actually happen? I don't remember that. I, I think once I finished um, Digimon, I'm going to, I might move on to The Sopranos. Hmm. I've never seen The Sopranos. I've not seen that either. Well, I've got it on box set. Right. And then I'm going to do 24. Uh, yes. I, have this, 20... like, I have this great sweet spot at the minute where I get up at six with Piper, yeah. feed her a bottle, and then I'm just kind of like sat there watching TV. Yeah, well, before work starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 24 is quite an investment. Yeah, it is. I've got all of them on um, DVD, though. I can't remember how many seasons. It's like 10 seasons, is it? Is it go that far? Maybe I think quite that far. I forget because they went to like seven or something like that, and then they did some others, didn't they? Yeah, there was one set in London that was like a few specials, I think, with... Yeah, that was was like half a series, wasn't it? It was 12 episodes instead of 24. Yeah. But they didn't call it 12. Yeah, yeah, you only had half a day to save the world that time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Right, so let's get into some theme park stuff. Um, the first thing that I wanted to talk about is an article that I, I wrote for Inside the Magic. Um, many of you know that that's you know, my side business. I write for Inside Got the Magic. Is side racket. Exactly. <laughs> and I spotted something on... Oh, when was it? It must have been Friday... It was the first yesterday, right? First of August. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Friday, yeah. actually. So um, we had a socially distanced outside beer on Friday. And mm. after, following on from that, I was just happened to, to browse Twitter. And I saw that guests were going backwards on Living With The Land. And Do you mean that the boats were going backwards rather than the guests were walking onto the boats exactly, backwards? That's yeah. what, exactly what I meant, yeah. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's interesting. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And I've ne- I mean, in all my years on going on Living with the Land, never seen it. I mean, we did have a horrific boat crash last year. A uh, horrific boat crash was in... On Living with the Land. What did they... They collide. Yeah. We're, like Donna and I were right at the front. And, I, and it was edging closer and closer to the, the boat in front of us. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> we're going to crash. <laughs> and then you just, you just hit this like very, very small like doink. Um, and you just like fall into the water. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm drowning. I'm dr- I can't swim. <laughs> Someone throw me a Mickey pumpkin. And Ryan won millions in court. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never heard of the, the attraction going backwards before. So I thought, oh, that's worth covering. Yeah. I obviously in, in the article explained why it went backwards. Why was it going backwards? We always have to explain, explain the science behind it. Um, it's likely because the attraction was e-stopped. Um, and during that process, basically the water jets stopped, moved, like completely stopped. 
So the, okay. the water jets are what propel the attraction forwards. Yeah. So I think without those, it started just to basically drift. <laughs> and that's why I guess we're going backwards. Now, the, I got a lot of abuse for this article for some reason. All I did was report that it went backwards. I shared a video that someone had shared on Twitter yeah. with it going backwards. It, on that tweet, they said, our boat for living with the land started going backwards for a solid 10 minutes, upside down smiley face. Mm-hmm. And in the, in, the, in the comments, I mean, you wouldn't believe it. People were like, they show a 14 second clip. They said it was 10 minutes. The ride is a boat on water, not a track. It is propelled by water jets. It barely moved backwards, which tells you. If you're anyone with intelligence that the jet stopped and the boats drifted backwards, give all the facts. Don't spin it to fit your narrative only. Tell the truth. This isn't newsworthy. You're just trying to get your 15 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> I put in the article that literally like almost about, word about word. the jets and everything like that. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I literally explained this is probably why it went backwards. Yeah. What, what do they think you were trying to say? <laughs> like, what, they said something about like fitting to try and fit your narrative or something. It's like, yeah. what are you tr- what do they think you're trying to say? The article doesn't say like the, the, the ride shot off the track and injured thousands. Yeah. <laughs> I say 13 it, people died. It's like, I, I say it's propelled by water in the <laughs> article. It just goes to show that people just read a headline and jump straight to the comments, mm. which is, which is brilliant. I mean, someone literally in the comments, they said, I've been sent backwards on the rock and roller coaster after e-stopping in the second break zone, but no one seems to believe that that could happen on a ride when I tell them. I think I'd be a bit more worried if you started going backwards on a roller coaster when you're not yeah. meant to. Obviously, with, like Expedition Everest, you're meant to. Yeah, living with <laughs> the land wouldn't really bother. In fact, I'd love that. Yeah, I mean, it'd, be, it'd be quite interesting. I wonder yeah. if the music plays backwards. <laughs> they could do that. Yeah. Although, the, the, so the comments basically turned into an absolute free-for-all. Mm-hmm. Some people, like, applauding this guy, and others are like, Inside the Magic is a well-known like theme park Disney website. They're reporting on this news. They clearly explained it in the article. Someone said, wow, Gary, I wonder what pill you didn't take when you woke up this morning. <laughs> it's just curious, like, why is he so <clears throat> aggressive against the article and, and you in particular? Like, I know. It's why funny. is he so offended? <laughs> like, um, someone said, this is hardly news. Incredible journalism. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is news because I got like, a lot of page views from it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's you know, it's it's noteworthy. It's an it interest. Is. Doesn't have you don't you don't really, you don't see it often. In all my years of going on living the land, I've never heard of this happen. Mm. And yeah. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I've just never heard it happen. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And also, I was the first to report on this, and within the hour, every other Disney website was reporting on it. <laughs> So it clearly was news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It clearly was noteworthy. <laughs> Someone says, <laughs> we were on the ride when this happened. It was maybe 10 minutes at most, probably more like five, and we barely moved backward 20 feet. You still went backwards, though. <laughs> facts are facts. Facts are facts. And you said it was maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> and also, I went off someone's tweet. I didn't say factually the ride yeah. went backwards for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just get a bit extreme. Maybe it's the COVID situation, although to be fair, people were extreme before, weren't they? There is a, an Epcot security guard that um, comments on most of my pieces. And he oh, really? said um, that 
the fellow Epcot security um, told him about this incident. So it's clearly mm. it's not yeah. it's not that just some person tweeting rubbish or something like that. It did actually happen. It's clearly noteworthy enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just thought it was funny. I mean, the actual event, you know, it's living with the land. Nothing, nothing dangerous is going to happen if you're going backwards. No, I mean, surely nobody's ever been hurt on that attraction. No, I mean, for me, it's a dream going backwards on that and then going on it again. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just at the end, it's like, and then you'll truly be living with the land. And then you'll truly be living with the land. It's a great ride. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely appreciate it more now than I did when I was younger. I remember when I was younger, the, the first kind of five minutes of the ride, I loved. So the, the bit where you see like the thunderstorm and then you go through yeah. the farm that I really enjoyed and the, and the rainforest scene that I really enjoyed. And then we got to the greenhouses and I was just like, yeah, it. yeah. but now <laughs> I'm like looking at everything, especially during food and wine season where they have, um, Oh, what they tell you where they're using things. Yeah. So I'm like, Ooh, and then at Halloween you get the Mickey pumpkins and stuff. It's a ride that, oh, yeah. I mean, it changes more than most. There you go. Yeah. Always fresh. Literally. You get the technicians <laughs> that are working away in the lab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not animatronics. It's, like, it's like being on Jurassic Park. Yeah. They're not animatronics. In Jurassic Park. Because <laughs> I've, I've done the behind the scenes tour and they're definitely real people. Oh, yeah. And Well, if they're not, they're the best Ryan, animatronics. Ryan's just gone up to them and just poke them in the face. He's just like, they're so realistic. Uh, sir, can you get off me? <laughs> How did you even get in here? It's oh, they're so lifelike. What's this giant fly eating? Ah! <laughs> so, so yeah, that was uh, that. That just made me laugh, um, just because of the. Honestly, some of the comments I get, you know, I think some writers it would upset them, but for me, yeah. it feeds me. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that somebody has taken the time out of their day to write insults at me over yeah. nothing, it, it just makes me laugh. On a really, if I'm having like a bad day, I will go into the comments and respond to people, <laughs> and just like to give yourself a pickup, completely school them, and then and then just watch as as the comment comes back in, and that you can just tell that like I've popped a vein in their head. <laughs> it is funny how people get so go over the top about it, don't they? It's like if you don't think it's news, why are you reading it? Yeah, yeah. Let alone responding to it, it's taking your time to respond to it. Yeah, yeah. Because if if there was anything that I saw and I was just like, oh, okay, fine, I don't really care about that. I just won't read it. I'm not going to go on comments about it, saying this isn't worth reading. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, people have too much time. That's what it is. They really do. Um, so the other the other bit of Disney news we wanted to get uh, talk about before we talked about Universal, which is kind of the more pressing. Um, reason for this show is that uh, like beginning kind of mid to late July, Disney started um, surveying people and asking them about Country Bear Jamboree. Now, as as some of you will know, the last time I wrote an article that got got me into a lot of trouble was when I said that Disney need to close Country Bear Jamboree, and I'm not <laughs> wrong. I'm just well, no, I don't I, I don't disagree with you there. Um, but it appears that now Disney are surveying people to ask basically um, whether or not 
they think it's uh, still worthy of being in the in the park. <laughs> so let me see if I can find some of the questions. Basically, I, it's basically asking them how they feel about the attraction, and I think this right. really stems from the fact that I don't get in, I don't get insulted by stuff. I wasn't insulted by Country Brad Jamboree last year, but I think we've talked about it before. In that, I felt the jokes weren't like I wouldn't be comfortable taking Piper on it. Mm-hmm. They just they they just don't fit in 2020. They just they're so dated. The animatronics are so bad. The sound system is terrible, and we you know we've talked about it before. The jokes are really really bad yeah not just not just bad jokes but they are insensitive so you know if I, mean, the, the, I mean for one thing the, the characters look quite you can imagine the kids thinking the characters are quite scary they look a bit weird don't they yeah and the walk the walk around characters are a bit weird as well yes they are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've always been scared of them since i was a kid <laughs> i can understand and donna still is <laughs> so but you, you know on one side you get disney that are removing splash mountain understandably yeah but are keeping a, a, another ride in in the land that is i would say equally as insensitive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so is it, is it for the same is it for different reasons insensitive for different reasons though different reasons let me see if i can right. find <clears throat> the um couple of quotes because i did put them in my in my piece because you'll always get with the with an attraction like country bear jamboree that was like an original opening day attraction um you'll always get loads of the hardcore disney fans that will be like you can't remove it yeah you know that oh, sort of thing so here are some of the lyrics in, in the song uh mama don't whoop little buford mama don't pound on his head mama don't whoop little buford i think you should shoot him instead <laughs> Right, I understand it's like tongue in cheek. It's a country song kind of thing, but come on, it's a Disney, yeah. Disney park. Um, this this next one's even worse. Every time I meet a guy who gets me shook, all I ever get from him is a dirty look. It's the same way everywhere. I found all the guys that turn me on turn me down. That's right? a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, all the guys that turn me on turn me down. Nothing works for me that I found. It's the same way everywhere I see. Nothing ever seems to work for me. Like. That's dodgy as hell, isn't it? He's really questionable. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been on the attraction in years because, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, but, wow. Okay. And then there's this one more. There was blood on the saddle and blood all around and a great big puddle of blood on the ground. How is this any of this appropriate for a kid's attraction? <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed it's lasted this long, given terrible, some it? of those lyrics. Especially, like, given, you know, it's Magic Kingdom, you know, the, the, with a very young target audience at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That sounds really questionable. Yeah, it's not good. And you had, um, obviously, last year, the rumour that it was going to be closing, and then mm. WDW News Today reporting that they'd, they alone had saved it, even though there was no indication. That's not a good thing. No, but they, they were, like, basically because they'd leaked it was going to be closing. Right. And caused it caused fan backlash. Apparently, according to that, Disney were um, scrapped the plans to replace it. Nonsense. Disney doesn't <laughs> listen. To, I mean, let's be honest. The people shouting about it closing are going to be about one percent of the people that go to Walt Disney World. If oh, I- absolutely, absolutely. Like ninety-five percent of the people that go to Disney World don't really care about 
the history of it and everything like that. No. So I think this is not listening to, to those people at all. I mean, yeah. sure, they'll take their opinions on board, <laughs> but they're not going to make a decision whether to open or close an attraction. Based yeah. On- and they know at the end of the day, if they were to remove it and there was loads of fan backlash about it, the fans will still be coming back. Right. It's not like they're going to boycott the park or anything like that, and they've lost like a percentage of their audience. No, exactly. Not going to, you know, they'll make a bit of noise about it, and then they'll be like, oh, "Okay, the replacement actually is kind of good, whatever it yeah. is." Well, it's because the replacement isn't from 1971. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's going to be better. And I bet you half half of them that kick up a back kick up a fuss um, don't even go on it regularly. No. Well, so, when I went on it in, last year, it was basically just to kind of remember how it was. Yeah, yeah. Before going on it, I was like, I remember this being pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was no one in there, really. Yeah, I can imagine. So it's like, what's the point? It seems like one of the things that they, well, I mean, I can't see them changing it. Maybe not now, but for the 50th. Given the current situation. Yeah, they might. they may well keep it for the 50th year, just as one last yeah. kind of, 50th swan song. Yeah. And then I mean, it. given the like the financial situation at the moment, anyway. Um, yeah, they they probably want to wanting to avoid changing too much anyway. I don't know. I don't know if their fifty things for the fiftieth is, is still happening. Well, no, I don't think so. I mean, I I'd be very surprised if Tron was ready at this rate. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if Guardians was ready at this rate. I mean, Will they, they still work. I, f- I forget. Oh yeah, they did stop all work, didn't they? It was Universal that continued working on things. They've, yeah, they've recently started again. But yeah. then you've had projects like Spaceship Earth and Mary Poppins indefinitely scrapped. postponed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Disney hasn't said they're scrapped. Oh, no, no. I don't, I, they yeah, are. Yeah. I, I mean, Mary that's Poppins the thing. Is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see Spaceship Earth coming back. The, the project is, yeah, because it's, it's dated, it needs maintenance, all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of a, a one that will come back at some point. But the yeah. Mary Poppins kind of area within the UK pavilion just isn't isn't necessary for a long time. No, no, and it was going to be rubbish anyway. It was just going to be a, a like a carousel, and it's like mm-hmm. obviously they never confirmed that, but they the announcements kind of suggested to me they were scrimping on it. Yeah, yeah, already yeah. <laughs> before it even before they even had their uh, COVID problems. They were going to put like a, a cherry tree, tree lane um, for card up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, look at the Ratatouille one at Epcot. It looks terrible com- compared to the rest of the land. It looks like it really stands out as completely separate to the rest of uh, the France Pavilion. Right. Or oh, would you mean the facade? Yeah. Or, yeah. It doesn't. Look, it doesn't look quite right. It looks very flat, doesn't it? it Which does. obviously, obviously is, but you know, yeah, it haven't blended it well at all. Yeah. And maybe it will get better as the paint fades a little bit. But right now, it looks a bit odd. Um, right. Yeah, it just feels to me like Disney are caring less and less about that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they. I mean, they've done well with um, Galaxy's Edge. Ga- Galaxy's Edge, I think, is the is a big exception. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it Galaxy's Edge is fantastic. I was blown away by it. Maybe, um, maybe things like in the, around the Ratatouille area, it hasn't isn't quite finished yet. I think so. See, obviously, pictures get leaked and things like that, and you're kind of like, "Oh, that looks poor." But then maybe, maybe there's still work to be done on it, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, like Princess and the Frog in Frontierland doesn't feel quite right to me, as we talked about yeah. 
yeah. I think in Disneyland it's, it, it will work perfectly, but that's a, that's a difficult one to get around. I think they're going to have to do some significant work to the land to get that right, and they won't. No, I think they might um, try and do minimum minimum viable product at yeah. this point. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of the Disney news, but in terms of, like, Universal really is what we wanted to talk about today. Mm. Um, I'm going to park the big announcement for a second and just talk about... Um, the fact that they're temporarily closing several attractions at the park. So I guess, first of all, we had the announcement um, last week that we talked about that Halloween Horror Nights was cancelled. Of course, yeah. Now um, we're, we're seeing the beginning August the 9th, A Day in the Park with Barney, Fast and Furious Supercharged, Canyon Kudos, K- K- uh, K- Kudos, uh, Twirl and Hurl, and Fear Factor Live at Universal Studios Florida will be closing temporarily. Islands of Adventure, Stormforce Accelatron will also be closing as part of this new initiative by the Theme Park Resort. Some big hitters there, Ryan. Some big, Gosh. big hitters. I can't believe it. I mean, fans are going to be, you know, up in arms about this. I mean, if they never opened uh, Fast and Furious again, I don't think anyone would shed a tear. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing particularly in there that stands out as... A, a problem does it um it i guess are they, are they are they just closing it because of to re, to save on staff i think so having yeah. to run these attractions yeah um i mean to be fair like canon kang and kodos i mean surely that doesn't take many staff to run but what well, is it probably takes one person with a button probably yeah because it's yeah. a pretty simple kind of like almost like um i can't think of what what you would call them like amusement park sort of ride. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that sort of thing. Fast and Furious was that difficult to, uh, I mean, I mean to, be, to, they, to be fair, they've got like six actors doing the, doing the bloody three show. No one at the but, parks, just skip those sections. Yeah. True. True. I mean, it, it, it probably would have been like when we did it for the first time, there was only like six of us in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and that was not long after opening. No, no. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. But, oh, terrible. I mean, we can never we can never say how terrible it is enough. No, I mean that it, that I suppose that is quite one of the funny things actually is that that is one of the attractions that they've chosen to close because yeah. clearly they know it, the attendance of it is so poor. It's so poor. Despite it being one of their like, is it the second most recent attraction behind? Um, behind Hagrid's, yeah. Hagrid's, yeah, and so it only opened. What probably 2018 did it open because that yeah, was when we so. first went on it. Yeah. Um, so it's only been open for two years. Wow. Well, we've got um, really Bourne noisy bikes out. Oh yes, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so it's the third now that that Bourne is open. Um, and yeah, it's it's clearly a, such a, a low attendance attraction already. Yeah. Um, which yeah, is really bad, isn't it? It's really it is bad. bad. Like, so they've also <laughs> yeah. I guess we, I, I just I, we've said it so many times. I just can't believe how much of a misstep that right attraction was. No, I don't know. Even at the beginning stages of the planning meeting, why they didn't have that as a coaster, it would would have worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Shape, shape absolutely. it like one of the like a I don't know whatever they drive in the in the movies. Cars. Oh yeah, cars. <laughs> what I don't know if they drive like a specific uh, make or model of car. Uh, I don't know. I know there's I know there's a few that are like iconic Fast and Furious cars, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the actors or the, or the characters in that film. 
So just pick um, one of them, turn it into a rock and roller coaster, like ro- like coaster cart. Yeah. Job done. Easy. Yeah. They would have smashed it. That's all they should have done. Yeah. Have a video with Vin Diesel giving some spiel like um, Brendan Fraser does in The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you've got a great attraction. Yeah. No, no absolutely. I think it was, um, it was definitely a misstep on that in their behalf. Um, it was a cheap um, ride, wasn't it? I think it feels like a cheap ride, although it was, they probably spent a lot more money on it than they should have done. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the announcement of the Jurassic Park coaster. What Jurassic Park coaster? Oh, sorry, sorry. The coaster that must not be named. Yeah, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, weirdly, probably the biggest attraction there is Fast and Furious Supercharge. I mean, I don't think anyone's really... Um, getting too upset about a day in the park with Barney. No. Uh, Swirl and Hell or Fear Facts Alive. I've never, never done Fear Facts Alive. I've never done it either. I, I, I know you have to volunteer, but mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still not taking that risk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't volunteer for it. And also why would I want to sit and watch somebody? Yeah. The, da- volunteer the, dangerous, for it? the dangerous thing about shows now, so like Indiana Jones, Epic Stunt Spectacular is a good mm-hmm. example of that. Is when I was a kid, my dad would always be like, "Oh, I'll put you uh, forward for it," and it would always be like, "You have to be eighteen or over." Right. So I'd be like, "I'm safe." Yeah. But yeah. now, like, someone could like put my hand up and hold it there, or they could put my, put their hand up and then push me forwards. <laughs> so that's always a danger. <laughs> Is that why you always sit really far back in uh, in uh, um, Indiana Jones? That's why I usually have two beers now. Because I'd be like, oh, I can't. I can't, I can't yeah. I'm intoxicated. Yeah, drunk as a skunk. Probably, yeah, I'll just like wander down with my beers. Like. <laughs> just like, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Count me in. Uh, I'll, I'll save you, little tots of Jones. <laughs> Give me, give me your go of the whip. Whatcha? <laughs> so, so that is a, sir, sir, that's a cue rope you've got there. Please sit down. Please sit down. We're not going to pick you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> no, you just much. walk back into the seat. And, yeah, you're walking back to your seat and just like, job done. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, oh, and, uh, my dad will do it. <laughs> go back up. Oh, they didn't want me diabetes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't, no great big loss there, but they've also um, announced a change to their operating hours. So yeah. starting today, as we record August second, Islands of Adventure will be open from ten a.m. to six p.m. Universal Studios will be open nine till five. Um, both parks are open nine till six. Before that, so they've right. Okay, so one's opening an hour. Later, later and the other ones closing an hour earlier yeah i've always right. my, my biggest problem with universal is compared to disney mm. is that their parks always shut too early for me yeah i've no yeah I've, i feel like that as well like even it always seems that they don't open as late i mean obviously different disney parks close at different times generally don't they magic kingdom typically seems to be the one that's open like latest. 10, 11. yeah yeah um but yeah, sometimes it does feel like Universal closes early. And 
Like 6 p.m. Yeah. is very early for a theme park to shut. Mm. Well, especially 5 p.m. now as well. Yeah. Um, it makes you like, is that just, I mean, was it closing at 6 just because of attendance is really low in, at the moment anyway? I think um, so. And if they haven't got like the evening show or anything like that. But even even then, when it's been busy before, I've seen like park, the park shut at like 7. Mm. Which still feels pretty early. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of like in Disneyland Paris, isn't it? They, they close really early as well, don't they? Yeah, which is always ridiculous for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know quite why they're making these changes. Is it obviously attendance is really low at the moment? Well, the ru- I think the rumor is that they're about 95, 96% down year on year for in- attendance currently. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's yeah, I don't know if that's like factoring the entire year when obviously they were closed for like a portion or whether I think that's it's, uh, like for like this time of year. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean it's understandable because I think a lot of people are probably avoiding them at the moment, given especially given the um, increase in cases in Florida. I think it, it you know it's probably it's probably turned a lot of people away. Well, they're still yesterday they still had nine thousand uh, almost ten thousand new cases. Mm. I mean, so it hasn't exactly subsided much. That's just that's just Florida. I mean, yeah. Compare against the UK, we had eight hundred and eighty new cases. Right. Whole of the UK. <laughs> I mean, it's still bad. Like our our cases are starting to go creep back up again. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Um. It's not great, but obviously it's it's a bit worse in uh, in Florida at the moment. Bit, and you yeah. can understand people avoiding the parks and you know attendance being really low. Um. I mean, given that they're only closing, like, or, you know, they're only chopping an hour off of each park, um, they can't exactly, it's, it can't be a, like a measure to save staff or something like that. You know, no. like reduce staff, you wouldn't have thought so. Um, maybe they could reduce some staff, maybe, but obviously for the bulk of the day, from like nine, no, from 10 until five, both parks are open. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like they, maybe they could, given that they're closing some attractions, give, they could probably reduce some staff, but not many. You no, no, I don't, I don't think so. I, th- I know they have made a lot of staff um, redundant. Yes. And yeah. made a lot of their creative team, haven't they? Yeah, they've, they've made gone. even more over the last week. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a shame. But, um, yeah, I guess moving on to the, the big piece of news is that although we knew this um, l- last week, Universal officially announced that Epic Universe was on hold. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, it was supposed to open 2023. I forget. I'll take 23 you or 24, thought. I think. Right. Um, I mean, I, at this rate, I mean, COVID is going nowhere anytime soon. At the moment, yeah. It doesn't. I mean, I mean it's looking like it's to make a comeback in Europe at the minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm including the UK in that. Oh yeah, obviously we've seen increases in Spain, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's going anywhere for the time being. And I know crowd levels are currently worse than they were post nine eleven, and that was seen as like the dark times of theme park attendance. Back oh, okay. Yes, you, you mean the crowd levels isn't they're really low? Yeah. Yeah. They're even worse than post nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously a fantastic time to go to a theme park, but the you know. I remember being over there, not straight afterwards, but the following year when it was very quiet. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is now, there's a risk. 
yeah, there was, I guess there was a small risk post 9-11, but it was very small. Versus yeah. now, if you get COVID, then you're kind of screwed. Um, so I think a lot of people just aren't, aren't choosing to go. No, you, we, we can't even get a flight to Orlando at the minute. Even if, even if we were like, I've had COVID, I'm absolutely fine. I'm yeah. going to risk it. Um, we can't get there. Well, that's the thing is the likes of, so Virgin of, last I heard Virgin have delayed flights from to flying to Orlando until the 6th of October, I think it was. Yeah. And I've seen reports of some people on Twitter saying that their BA flights in November have been cancelled. I think, I think they're just going to scrap them for the year, to be honest. Yeah, I think TUI have scrapped them for the year, haven't they? Till December, that, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they were quite quick. They did that quite quickly, didn't they? Um, to scrap it basically for the entire year. Um, so yeah, so a lot of company. I don't know if well, obviously, I don't even know if the is the restriction because the US wasn't allowing people in. I don't know if that's still standing. I haven't heard anything otherwise to say it's been removed. I'm not following it as closely as I was. No, neither um, am I at the I moment. I think the UK and the US there's there is limited travel allowed because of right, the okay. we've got. Um, I think right. But, most airlines aren't flying. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It, it, whether it, whether or not they're allowed to, it's um, most of them aren't. I don't know. I don't know of any that are. No, I'm not yeah. sure. But you know, Epic Universe. I mean, I was really looking forward to Epic Universe. When, I mean, so the announcement was around this time last year, believe it or not. Right. Okay. And I was so over the moon that we were going to get Nintendo. Yeah, Finally, I mean the whole the, the whole park, park is you know the park as a whole sounded great, didn't it? Like it uh, monsters, uh, monsters were um like land and things like that. You know, it would have been perfect. Yeah, and I wouldn't have been surprised to see maybe Halloween Horror Nights actually move permanently to that park. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, it would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? It would, especially because they could, if they could have like yeah. areas permanently dedicated to it. Yeah, you know. it gives them the year to just keep the houses there. And then yeah. Universal Studios could be kept for Mardi Gras and Christmas and yeah. that kind of thing. Because um, yeah. I know that um, thanks to um, one of our uh, listeners, they can't keep the houses currently constructed until next year because other events like Mardi Gras require some of those areas. Right, okay. So you can imagine like Halloween, if Halloween Horror Nights was permanently, not permanently, but you know, permanently based in Epic Universe, mm-hmm. at least they'd have, as soon as the event was done, they could tear it down and just start on the houses straight away. Yeah. Which would yeah, probably yeah. increase the overall quality of houses every year. Potentially. If they've got, yeah. Oh yeah. If they got more time to work on it or, you know, more time to build them and things like that, they don't have to work around other events. Yeah. Then it gives them a lot of scope. I would have thought. They are building like, I mean, based on the press event we went to last year, they are building like right down to the wire. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like they planned them for a long time. Obviously, you know, prepped them for a long time. Um, but yeah, because I'm trying to think of when, what time late of year August, wasn't it? Was it was it late August? And some of the houses they hadn't started building yet. No. And others they were like partway through, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and it was literally like, um, <coughs> was it Patrick that was there? Yeah. I always forget. Yeah, and he was he he literally taking pictures like a few days before. Yeah, was, some of them were like half half built and things um, like that. Yukon, the Etty one. Yes. We yeah. that was, like they just started on it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Epic Universe, it's going to be a long time before we see it, if we see it. And I think there's a significant possibility that A, that we won't see it, and B, that um, someone will buy the Universal Parks from Comcast. 
Oh, okay. I don't think we need to. I don't think we should rule that out just because if these parks continue not making money mm-hmm. for another six to twelve months, which I think is totally possible, yeah, then Comcast may want to sell them to to, a, to another person. They may want to. It depends how. It's happened twice before with Universal. Yeah, I mean, it depends how much money they make, and you know, obviously, I think Comcast can afford to um, keep hold of them even if they're yeah. not necessarily making money. I think they can, but it's, it's how long, I guess, they're willing to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's also a case of who's willing to buy them. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. G- given, but, you know, given the financial situation that the world is in at the moment. Equally, Disney are in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if Disney's in trouble, it'd be surprising if somebody else thought, oh, I'm going to buy these, unless, that you know, obviously they, they're thinking multiple years in the future, thinking when it's back to profitability and you know well yeah let's say let's say apple wanted to get into the theme park business they've got the capital <laughs> yeah. to be able to do that and sit with the parks being shut for years if they wanted to yeah yeah no exactly i mean that's the thing there are companies out there if they were thinking long term yeah these weird like tech companies wanting to get into the theme park business google. yeah well i should, I should say Alphabet <laughs> rather than google everyone yeah. seems everyone forgets that google's actually not the, the big company anymore it's alphabet yeah but they never, yeah. no one, no news reports that ever refers to Alphabet. Um, no, when they had the whole tech um, thing in front of Congress the other day. Yeah, is it con- like, Congress? Yeah, and there was like, it was like, it was Google. But it's like, well, technically it's Alphabet. But yeah. technically it's Alphabet who own Google now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, such a stupid name for a company. It's no wonder nobody ever refers to it as Alphabet. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I think the, the big thing I'm disappointed with is that we're not going to see Nintendo anytime soon at Universal yeah. unless they decide to build it in an existing park. Yeah, I don't know if they're contractu- contractually obligated to build it within yeah, a certain time frame. Possibly. Um, because you could, I, I mean, I don't know what how the deal works with that and, you know, who paid money to who and all this sort of thing. Yeah. And obviously, generally, with those sort of things, you'd think they would have something in the contract that would say you have to have built the park by 2026 or something like that, you know, yeah. or you, you know, not the park, but necessarily you have to have built added the land or whatever. Well, you would, would presume like the Simpsons, there's a, like a 20 year license or something on it that they've agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, so it really, they want to build it as soon as possible. They, yeah. want to, they want to get their money's worth. Um, obviously that would be a very good way to bring people back into the park is building something new. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe not, obviously the, the difficulty is obviously it costs a lot of money to do that, um, but it, it would be a great way to bring more people back. Well, they may cut maybe corners. Maybe not at the moment, but, you know. They, they may cut corners because the, the Epic Universe 1 was going to be a lot bigger than the one in Japan. Right. Um, what they might do now in, in a short-term basis is build the Japanese one into Islands or Universal Studios. Yeah, what just rin- rinse and repeat. So I think that was the original plan until Epic Universe was properly scoped out. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I've, I think we said this when Epic Universe was kind of announced is, you know, a new park, great, totally on board, but they kind of need to focus on a few areas of their existing parks that yeah. are dated and weak. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's multiple lands in both parks, really, that could do with improvements. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I got a little bit of flack for this on Twitter, um, for suggesting Zeus was one of those lands, and I think <laughs> I was saying that you know I wasn't saying let's get rid of um, Zeus. I was saying 
if you replace Zeus with Nintendo, I think it would go down very well. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of... Wouldn't on the list. No, no. I mean, I, you know, I don't go to Zeus Landings, really. Um, but I can appreciate it's not the worst-looking land, but it's a land that I would happily sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and, and Zeus Landings is aimed at a younger audience, but then so is Nintendo, really. It can accommodate yeah. a younger audience and an older audience, so really it fits better. Now, there's, there's a lot of areas in the parks that I would get rid of before I even thought about getting rid of Zeus. And I think we, we've yeah. talked about this in the previous episode, in that when I take Piper to Islands of Adventure, Zeus Landing is going to be one of the only places that she's able to enjoy yeah. as, a, as a young kid. Now, she'll probably be aware of Harry Potter and will enjoy mm-hmm. the shops and the, the snacks and things, but she won't be able to go on any of the rides maybe outside of Flight Pip, of, of Hippogriff. Yeah. So I think the other areas that I would get rid of, even before thinking about Zeus, would be um, Toon Lagoon. Yeah. It would be the Lost Continent. Definitely. I mean, don't even get started on the Lost Continent. <laughs> and the third area is in Universal Studios, and it would be Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. Yeah. Which includes yeah. ET. Yeah. No, exactly. I think that that's the thing. Those are the those are the three main areas, and it's not to say that Toon Lagoon is bad. It's, no, it's just not. you know they have some good attractions in there. It's just the characters are not relevant these days. I mean, well, same they with really Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, really. Like, exactly. Barney, Woody the Woodpecker. Neither right. of them are relative, you know, really relevant. I don't even know if either of them are made anymore. No, well, I mean, when was the last... I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a Popeye cartoon growing up. I mean, that's how old Popeye is. I mean, I'm yeah. 30 next year. Yeah, I, I know of Popeye, but I don't yeah. know if I've ever really seen... I've heard of him cartoons on telly. Cartoons. Everyone's heard of Popeye, but yeah. kids growing up now, I'm not convinced they have. No, probably not. We probably may not. well have been the last few generations of people that, because the Robin Williams film came out, I mean, that was terrible, but mm-hmm. you know, at least people were a little bit more aware. But like, who's heard of, who knows who Woody Woodpecker is as a kid now? Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. Um, so that, yeah, there's definitely a few areas. And also, I mean, they have some questionable areas already, you know, they're not in no way bad, but the Simpsons and the Marvel area that they have is definitely questionable now that Disney own them both. Own both yeah. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I would be very surprised if they did rip them out. And I think there's other lands that, um, that as we've already said, would be better to, to be taken out, but you could completely understand if they wanted to get rid of them because they're Disney owned franchises now. Now, if I was Universal, the first thing I would do with The Simpsons is I'd get Doc, um, Doc Brown back in a brand new Back to the Future ride. I think Christopher Lloyd would be willing to do it. Yes, he's, he's old, but he's still capable. And I think he'd be willing to, to shoot some scenes for a new Back to the Future ride. Get it in. Get Back to the Future back into the park. Yeah. yeah then you can get rid of this. I think The Simpsons area is great. I think the ride needs its screens updated a bit. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I think that area itself, I mean, it's a great place to sit and wait for stay and scream. Oh yeah, they did an absolutely. They did do a, a fantastic job with it. There's no question about that. Um, you know, quick service food isn't incredible. I think mm. the, the idea of having Duff beer is a very, very, very good idea. Yeah, and I think the the tacos from Bumblebee Man's Tacos Stand or whatever it's called. They're not bad, actually, and they're pretty decently priced, but all right. the food in kind of the most most tavern area, it's not great. No, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if I've eaten much there. Um, it's okay. 
But right. I, I, I would say of Universal's quick service, that's, that's probably the best I'll give most of it. Yeah, I mean, the quick services in Universal aren't amazing. Um, you There's know, a couple of exceptions. Are... Yeah. I think, that's, I think that snack game is, mm-hmm. is bang on. Yeah. I mean, you, I, mean, I say snack. If you have a two-cent milkshake, you're full. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Unless you're me and, <laughs> and have, a, have a voodoo donut as well. <laughs> but I think that the, the stuff, that, I think all the sit-down restaurants in Universal are largely very good. Because mm-hmm. you've got, I think City Walk has so many decent places. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think in terms of where I put Nintendo, I think it would work best probably in Universal Studios. Not, not because it's got the best place for the land, but because I think it's the park that needs the attention the most. Yeah, I think um, given that in islands you've got obviously the incoming Jurassic Park coaster. You've got some really strong attractions. In- you've got really strong attractions. Even, you know, even some of the old ones like the Hulk and everything like that. But you've Spider-Man. got... Spider-Man still is one of the best attractions in Orlando. Exactly. Spider-Man, Hulk, Kong... Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, yeah. um, you know, including Hagrid's brand new, you know, there's so many strong rides there. Um, and Universal Studios does have some, but not as many, really not as many. No, not, not at all. I think you've got Gringotts, which is, is fantastic. You've yeah. got The Mummy, which is fantastic. The Mummy's still, still strong, old. even though it's quiet. Yeah. Um, you've got Rip Ride Rocket, even though it's personally, it's not my favorite because it rattles my head around a bit. Many Black's old. Yeah. Simpsons. As I said, it's good, but it needs a screen update. It is getting a bit dated now, Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Fallon is average. It's good, but it's not amazing. Fast and Furious is awful. Um, and then, what, I mean, you don't have much outside of that. I mean, you've got the new um, Bourne stunt show, which is meant to be incredible. Yeah, I heard nothing but good things about that. Um, but obviously, we haven't seen it yet because we can't get over there. Yeah, I haven't been even been on Hagrid's yet. So I haven't been yeah. able to get over there since. Any, anyone's, we love Universal, and I think as, as soon as we're able to rebook our trip for, whether that be December, January, February, you know, I don't think we're wanting to wait until Halloween Horror Nights next year. I think what no. will likely happen is we book a few days as soon as we can mm-hmm. and then go back for probably Walt Disney World's 50th and Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we can't wait to get back to Universal. We can't wait to stay at the and um, the summer resort and see what that's like. But I think in terms of where Nintendo would go, I'd put it put it in Woody Woodpecker's kid zone any day of the week. No, that's a very good shout. It definitely it definitely will breathe some life into the Universal Studios Park. Um because yeah, Univer um Islands Islands has probably got a lot more attention. Well yeah. eh, say a lot more attention. I don't know whether that's it's probably not true. I guess the, it's just the things the things that are in Islands are probably I think bigger. they age better as well. Yeah, yeah. I no, I... a fantastic visual update a few years ago. Yeah, and that that really gave like a whole new breath of life to that attraction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hulk, even... brand new track. Yeah, but even like some of the yeah the, the likes of Hulk and things like that, you know, it has been around for a, a long time, but it's still because it's a it's a track coaster. They tend to hold their yeah. age for a long time, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so no, I think I think I agree that I think it would sit better in Universal. And I know everyone's at home is going to say, well, Steven Spielberg wouldn't allow it. I don't care what Steven Spielberg allows. 
<laughs> I think he needs to let go of that attraction. He really does. I mean, E.T. is a great film, but... Oh, yeah, there's uh, nothing against E.T. as a franchise. It's just the attraction that's, that's bad. I know he was really upset when they closed it in Hollywood, and I think he kicked off about it, which is why they haven't closed it in Orlando. Right. Because, it, like, a lot of his franchises keep Universal Parks going. Right, okay. So they can't really upset him too much. But at the same time, it's, he's got to... I mean, invite him to go on it again. Surely he can't be like, yeah, this is still the best ride ever. <laughs> he needs to go on that and other things. Yeah. And, and see it as a comparison. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, it's, it's the same with Disney attractions. It's the same with Universal attractions. They all get dated over time and, you know the fans just need to let them go sometimes and say, you know, there's going to be something in its place that's just going to be better, newer and better. And you just need to accept the change. You can't, can't keep the parks the same for the entire, for forever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe he's still with, uh, he's still with Willie from Indiana Jones. Excuse me. <laughs> Willie. Willie from Indiana Jones. Temple of Doom. Is he the pilot? No, she's the... the oh, no, that's Jock, isn't it? What was I, what was I saying? She's Hang on, so who's, who's Willie? Is that the woman? The woman in um, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, right, okay. Really irritating character in Temple of Doom. She's yeah. awfully written. Yeah. She, she's married to Spielberg. Oh, is she? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. did not know that. I, I thought they just had a fling during um, Temple of Doom, and that's why she got cast. But um, no, they're, they're make, make you a star. <laughs> in no she way suggesting Stephen. She's awful in that movie. Like I, I mean, I'm going to say there's not a lot of good things in that movie. Temple of, Temple of Doom is yeah. I mean, we we. It's definitely the weaker of the all four, isn't it? No. Well, no. sorry, sorry. No, it's not the weaker of all four. It's the weakest of the trilogy, and there's no more films than that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the weaker of the trilogy. We're rewatching um, the, the the trilogy at the minute, and we're like halfway right. through Temple of Doom, and she is just terrible. She, I mean, it's not her fault. I'm sure she's a good actor, but she, her character is just so poorly written, mm. and it's think, such a shame because George Lucas obviously writes relatively decent female character. I mean, think of Pr- Princess Leia, of course. Yeah. Um, even Padme, like, yes, yeah, some annoying moments, but she's a strong female character. Yeah, absolutely. Willie is just, I mean, for one, she's named Willie. <laughs> and, and for two, she, all she does is spend the entire movie going, Indy! Yeah, c- clinging to Indy, isn't she? It's like, come on, write a decent female character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I guess, I guess, I, I guess she's, yeah, trying to think of, I can't think of her name. What's her name? In the first film. Um, she's a strong character. I can't yeah. think of what her name is. Um, oh, that's really annoying. And her, yeah. her, her actual um, real name is Karen Allen. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, she's a strong Marian. female character. Marion, yes. Yeah. yeah, she's a strong female, female character in the first one. Yeah. And even in the, sec- in, in the third one, you've got um, Helga. Yeah. She's, she's a strong... Yeah, yeah no, granted she's a villain, but so she's... a Nazi scum. <laughs> but she's a strong female character. Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, I think um, I'd give a, I'd ring up Mr. Spielberg and say, "Look, mate, just just let it go. Let it go, mate. Come on, <laughs> just just phone him up and just say, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Put a Ready Player One attraction in there. Call it a, yeah. call it a day. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the no. second book's just come out, hasn't it? Oh, is it? Called Ready Player Two. <laughs> Great title. Imaginative, yeah. I wonder how long well, they spent thinking of that. I don't, I don't know if, it's, if the, um, the book's out yet. Upcoming, it's not out yet. Oh, okay. It's out okay. this year, uh, around November time. Right. So if it's decent, hopefully they make a sequel, because that film is fantastic. It was a brilliant film. Yeah, I was absolutely. blown away by it. No, I absolutely. haven't read the book, and I know people that have read the book said, oh, it's not the same, but I thought coming out of the movie, seeing it in IMAX, Donna and I were blown away. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think that's the th- that's the funny thing, isn't it? You'd think they could turn around to Spielberg and say, "Look, we want to get rid of ET, but we will replace. We will put another Spielberg-based film ride somewhere in Islands or Universal." Yeah, you know exactly. We're not going to tell you know we're not going to because he's done some great films. Do you put a Schindler's List attraction in? <laughs> One for the whole family. <laughs> um. No, he's done, he's done some brilliant films. Yeah. Uh, granted that a lot of them won't necessarily translate into rides. No. Um, like um, Bridge of Spies, maybe not. Um, uh, but yeah, there's, there's definitely... There's definitely there's, some, some... You know, Ready Player One would be a great example of, of one that would definitely yeah. fit into a film, and uh, into a ride rather. And, um, you know, it's only a few years old now. Yeah, um, exactly. So it would definitely work. So, yeah, that's what we would do with Nintendo. Fingers crossed that um, Epic Universe still happens, but let us know what you think about the news. Um, you can find us on social at just search for Theme Park Trader, and we're on our website, themeparktrader.com. Um, please do leave us a review for the show. It helps us to grow and share more of our wonderful ideas with you listening at home. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>